Good morning, good evening, wherever you may be, across the nation or around the world. Once again, you're listening to the VMware Communities Roundtable Podcast. This is podcast number 438, or maybe 439. We'll see when we look this up. Um, my name is Eric Nelson, and with me, I have my co-host, John White. John, how are you doing today? Doing really well. Color of the Bay Report. As I was crossing the bridge, it was brown. I Again, it's the wind or something. And then as, as I was about th- three-quarters of the way across, green. I don't know. How we do that? Well, that's why we like to hear the color of the Bay Report, John, because it's always interesting from you, yeah. and the, the Bay just keeps us guessing. Never know what's going on there. Brown and green. Well, it is a beautiful day in uh, Northern California here, and on the show today, we have uh, a new uh, addition to the social media team, Kripa Sitraman, and Kripa's going to join us. She interned us a couple of years ago. She's here to talk about VMware Code, uh, so that is going to be the subject today, VMware Code. Uh, and there's a lot going on VMware Code, uh, the program, as well as what's going to be happening at VMworld. And so we're going to do the show today and talk a little bit about the cool stuff that's happening at VMworld with VMware Code. I also have in the studio Elsa Mayer. Elsa is helping us uh, run the VMworld uh, VMTN community booth this year. So we'll talk a little bit about that as well. Uh, and then uh, we got to do a shout out to all the people on Facebook. Thanks for waiting while we got started. Uh, maybe we'll edit that, get rid of that big banner that runs for the first 10 minutes while we get the show going. But we're pretty excited all in all. It's, uh, we're coming up to VMworld season, so there's nothing that can go wrong now, right? Nothing can possibly go wrong. And I say leave the banner up. 10 minutes of banner only. Yeah. So on the news, in the news, uh, there are some things that are in the news, but um, we're not going to talk too much about the news because we got, got it going late. But go register for VMworld. They extended the early bird uh, registration by, I think, a week. So Today's the last day of early bird. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It, it ended last today. Friday, but they ex- extended it or whatever. So today is it. So if you happen to catch this live, you can go get the early bird uh, rate, which I think is a, some number off, $500 or something, right. some number off to get, get registered for that. So um, we are tracking the, the VMworld registration numbers. So, you know, Make sure you go register uh, because the more people we get in earlier, the more uh, budget and services we can offer because they, they, they guide the budget and service based on how many people um, are going to be there. Yeah. Are going to be there, right? Yeah. So uh, if you get registered early, one, you get the early bird. Two, uh, we know that you're coming, so we can we can buy more food. We can upgrade the food packages. We can upgrade. There's all kinds of things we do based on the number and when you actually register. Where if you register late, then we don't know you're going to come there, so we have to get things set in stone, you know, a month early. And so yep. then if you register late, we basically just have to squeeze you into what we've already purchased. So. Good news is that you can look at the content catalog and make a judgment based on that. Make that final pitch to your boss today. Hey, look at this great content on the catalog. Let's get in. Yep. So content catalogs out. Elsa, we got some of some of the V Brown Bag sessions in, as well as the some of the code sessions, right? Yep. And the hackathon. So that should all be mm. see all that in the content catalog. Very good. Very good. So content catalogs out. Uh, I think the session abbreviation is VMTN, right? For the VMTN yeah, sessions with VMTN. V Brown Bag. Uh, do we know what the the ones are yeah, for I hackathon and code? It's uh, C O D E for code, I think. That's easy to remember. Yeah, and then I think it's I think it's just hack for for hackathon. Hackathon, right? Good. So we are running the hackathon. So we'll get into into what we're doing with code, and we did have a call for sessions out. 
uh, and we've gotten, do we know the numbers on how many came in through V Brown Bag? Uh, and uh, we have 60 from V Brown Bag and uh, not an exact number, but uh, around 60 and around 20 for, for the power sessions. Um, we have a lot more though. I, I know V Brown Bag is already, uh, I think at 150 total submissions. So they're, they're going to be super full and we have a, a lot more for power sessions as well. Um, so those are just the ones we're able to get in, but keep checking content catalog because we're going to be continuing to add those between now and when uh, Schedule Builder releases, which is on July 17th. Mm. Very exciting. I'm excited. Great, great. great. All right. Um, so so that's uh, the and news. Um, don't know if there's any other news, but we'll just skip through that and we'll get into VMware Code. Before we get into VMware Code, we do have a new team edition Kripa, uh, welcome to the VMware uh, Communities Podcast, and also welcome to VMware. So now you're a full-time person. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Uh, so where, tell us a uh, little bit about yourself. Um, where did you go to school? Where did you get your degree in? You're, you're, you're a college hire, so I guess we can't tell you, ask you what you've been doing in the industry, but uh, you can tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so I'm from the Bay Area. I grew up in Sunnyvale. And I stayed here for college. I went to Santa Clara University, and I just walked on Saturday. So. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Nice timing. Nice timing. So you graduate, and you're already making money. And VMworld. Right, right. <laughs> nice, wow. nice. And uh, what did you get your degree in? Economics, and I minored in communications. Communications and economics. Very good. And you uh, have worked here in the past. Yes. I started interning here my sophomore year of college. And then I love this team, so I stayed here. And I'm really excited to be back full time. Awesome. Yep. Good, good. And what are you going to be working on? I'm working on the code program. And it started about a year before I joined as an intern, and I've been watching it grow. So I'll see summers that I've been here, and they've been doing a lot of cool things. I'm really excited to be a part of this. Yeah, so you were at some of the meetups uh, a year yeah. ago, right, when we run those in proms. So you, you, you're kind of a familiar face, but maybe not that big a familiar face. So uh, maybe on, on Facebook we'll get the, get a, get a, get the, the camera angle Going, going to you now, um, <laughs> which is good. Uh, so welcome to the communities team. Our communities team, I think, is now up to like 10 people, right, Elsa? I don't know. It's like, here we go. Yeah, if you count interns as half people, then yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's right. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> there are a lot. We're a big, big team. So, Kripa, the important thing is now, do you commute in and do you see the bay? So if John's not here, we can, we can bring you <laughs> I see you the in. traffic on Foothill Expressway in the morning, but that's about it. No, not as no, pretty as the bay. We don't get any additional bay reports, so you don't have to worry. That's you still own that, John. Awesome. Right, right. Well, it's always good to have everybody on. We have new interns that have started as well, so I think we have like four interns now, or maybe I think it's total interns of six. So we have six full time and six interns. So everybody gets an intern. Nice. To, have them make coffee, do all the work. We can just basically go home and do nothing. Walk our right? dogs. Yeah, great. Yeah, it's great. And we have that. we have automatic coffee makers, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if everybody knows that. Right. So so yeah. So community is um is is full staff now. Uh, we have Josh Nolenthal who's doing all the channels. Uh, doing what Tony Dunn used to do. So the the team is back up. Uh, Corey, you're you're on the call. You you've been busy doing uh the the expert stuff. You're back in the saddle. Uh, how's the how's the expert doing? The expert's doing excellent. Actually, we have some news around the expert this week. So we kicked off the second half applications for the expert. And those are open right now. So if you want to go apply for VExpert, you can go to vexpert.vmware.com and go apply. 
Uh, we closed nice. applications on July 13th for an August 9th announcement. So go and apply. July 13th. I think we're gonna we're gonna extend that, right? Like we're gonna give people more time, right? I want more of the experts. Right? Yeah, you have to get everybody in there. Uh, but the app tool is open. It's a uh, the the URL is uh, vexpert.vmware.com, right? Yep, absolutely. Yep. Yep. Nice. So now, are the are the announcements going to be before VMworld? Is my question. I'm sorry. What was that before VMworld? Did you say, John? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. August ninth. Okay. August 9th. So second half, the experts can okay. come to VMworld and maybe do the VXR party. Absolutely. Yeah, that's that's but only the second why we before VMware. Yeah, you, you get a little bad says I'm only second. Put you at the back of the line, you get a little second half <laughs> It's not yeah. second place. <laughs> it's your second your second half the expert. Uh, but that's good. Uh, that's running. Yeah. We don't get that many of the experts coming joining, but you know we are targeting. You know, getting uh, Valdeser Calvejo is running the Vexpert Pro program, which is training people what they need to do in countries to become a Vexpert. So hopefully Val will bring in you know three, four hundred new Vexperts as he's training them. That would be uh, amazing. Yeah, yeah. Get get Fresh a whole bunch more community uh, experts in there. I know yeah. I, 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 we're at like 1,550 or 1,560, so you know, our whole goal is to bring in, get, make that magic 2,000 so that we're, we're, we're attacking Microsoft and they just can't avoid running into an evangelist out there, right? Um, that's our, our whole goal. Uh, Microsoft MVP program is you know, 3,500, and you know, we're going to catch them and then you know, you know, beat them up. But actually now they're, just, uh, they're, they're, they're cloud vendors, so we don't, we don't necessarily compete quite as strongly Right. They kind of pivoted away from the hypervisor world and just went right into Azure. And uh, and and as soon as they did that, we've we've competed less with them. So I don't know who we compete with now. Is there anybody we really compete with hard? Uh, maybe Cisco and NSX, right? I mean, that's a that's a philosophical question. I'd right. say the answer to Cisco is probably not. But um, yeah, it's uh, you know it's it's rough out there, right? It's a right. It's a knockdown, beat out fight. I I'm just interested in seeing like a oh that's awesome <laughs> all right we'll block every mute all there we go we mute all until we figure out who's doing that i i what i was trying to um say is i, I would be interested in seeing what a v expert and uh microsoft mvp fight would actually look like would it be like west side story like like Snapping. Can't block me, bitch. Oh, South Texas. There you go. A little bit of barbecue back there. Uh, we got him. <laughs> so we can unmute Northeast Wisconsin. Right. So. Okay. So uh, I missed that whole thread. Yeah. Just too busy getting the duck guy off the off the. The expert one. MVP fight. What what would that look like? What would that look a like? Nerd yeah. off. No, yeah. The it's, expert V V. You know. Yeah. Probably a YouTube video on it. Probably look at that. Right. People throwing books at each other, O'Reilly and Associates books. Right, right. Uh, Microsoft uh, MVPs. Right. No, they're they're good guys. You know, they're they're all just IT guys. So it's a it's a battle of the IT mindshare, but it's really not so much a battle anymore. It's kind of hybrid computing all over the place. So yeah. in data center, cloud data center. For a while there, it was hypervisor wars, right? But uh, that yeah. seems to have uh, tailed off now, and now it's basically the cloud wars, right? Pretty soon it's going to be just. Hey Eric and Eric and John, I've I've still got some punch cards I could use and sharpen up. 
Oh, oh paper cuts yeah. from punch cards. Flicking punch cards at each other. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that would work. That, that would be the battle. We are, we are looking at uh, the CloudCred Pro stuff. There, there is going to be match play with that. So it's Twitch channel Matchbook Pro uh, stuff. So there will be some opportunity to battle uh, as we move forward with kind of, you know, experts and pros. So if, you, if you're interested in that, you know, battling mentality, we, we are going to offer some battle capability with the, with the CloudCred Pro Twitch match play. You're serious. I thought you were joking there for a second, but you're... you're no, no, you know, there, yeah. you know online, online there's always the engineering death match, too. Ooh. Yeah. Have you seen those on Twitter? No, I haven't. There is a, there is a thing called engineering de- death match. Nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's a lot, of, a lot of people in community, community space now are talking about, you know, Twitter competition, that whole thing, Twitter channel, AWS... Uh, you know, and, and Twitter, Twitter, and uh, sorry, Twitch, uh, and kind of the the competition nature of it. So mm. it's becoming a thing, right? Um, I don't know how much thing it is versus AI, right? But the it, there is definitely the whole video live streaming uh, uh, Twitch stuff that's that's happening. Sure, I'm just imagining it works like Battle Tetris, but I, I, that can't be right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so Graham says something is not exactly right. Um, I wonder if it's audio, audio, or just your day. <laughs> He's in chat. So Graham's, Graham's having a rough moment. And we got to find out if it's just our audio or whether it's just a. Up, oh, he's left. So there you go. He's okay. Maybe he was the guy that was the the duck the duck call. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. it, it answers the question: Is there audio on uh, on talk show? Okay. All right. So we're going to get to the topic because we got a late start, and we're probably going to have an early early finish as well today because we got some. Things backing up uh, on both sides of the of the hour, the lunch hour here. Um, so, uh, Elsa and and Kripa, maybe uh, we'll, we'll hit you first. So, Elsa, maybe I'll hit you first. Uh, from a code perspective, a lot of things are going to be happening at VMworld this year. We doubled the size of the booth, right? Uh, for to code, what do we call the the code booth this year? Uh, we're calling it the VMware Code Shop. Right, and it's this whole whole experience. There's a, right. a theater. I think we talked about this little on one of the other podcasts. If you haven't heard about this, pretty exciting. There's a, a theater doing power sessions, so uh, kind of like the VMTN Tech Talks with V Brown Bag. They're they're quick, 15 to half an hour. Some longer ones as needed, but but mostly just really quick power sessions. Get you in there, kind of workshop style. Get you what you need to know. Um, so we've got a lot of good ones in there. You can check content catalog for the ones that are already scheduled. Um, and we're doing a call for those. You can go register yep, on that yep, right now. Great point. So, Still open. Yeah, right. it's at uh, bit.ly slash VMware code PS for power sessions, PS. Um, so if, if you're interested in doing one of those, uh, we're still taking sessions until June 30th. Those will be great. We've got some awesome ones in there so far, Power CLI, AWS, you name it. Um, there's a, a makerspace. Um, so we're, we're doing some mm. stuff with that. Yeah, come in and actually uh, do some development with IoT, we're we're not totally unveiling that yet, but we're really excited about about the opportunity to come in and do these hands-on workshops there. Yeah. And then, and they're, they're going to be like lab benchy kind of environment, where right? You can right, go, right. And it's instructor-led uh, makerspace kind of mm-hmm. activities. Yeah, yeah, I think four workshops a day. Yeah, yep, workshops a day. And I I hear I can't confirm this, but there's a rumor that we're buying like 300 uh, Raspberry Pis, and that if you end up in one of those workshops, you end up with 
the Raspberry. That's Pi a very interesting you, rumor. I've, I've heard the same rumor. So right, someone, right, so someone's uh, out there yeah, spreading, spreading this. That. I don't know. I don't know who it is. But mm-hmm. that very could be generous. Really, really neat. And uh, <laughs> if you know Bill yeah. Roth, if you know Bill Roth, uh, I hear Bill Roth is involved. Mm-hmm. So it should be a pretty good, uh, should be good tech workshop area. Man, talk about a way to supercharge your career to yeah. to get like a walkthrough workshop on IoT stuff. Uh, yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. And uh, tracking a little bit of AWS. So I, I think the services that mm-hmm. they're going to be enabling mm-hmm. on the Raspberry Pis might be uh, connected back into cloud and AWS. So should could should be a pretty good a Very detailed yeah. rumor. Uh, you know, it's funny <laughs> yeah. because uh, if you look at the budget in the code in code shop area, right, like that, uh, I always laugh, like some of the marketing activities we go we do, you could actually buy somebody a computer for the mm-hmm. dollars we spent per person that went through it, right? Mm-hmm. Like this is one like, of those years. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be one of those years where we're actually going to be buying them yeah. a, a cheap computer as opposed mm-hmm. to, like, if you look at the dollar per person that went through, we had 4,000 people through, we sent $80,000. That's like a MacBook Pro for every single person that we went. Mm-hmm. So this time we're actually, that's not necessarily the case, but uh, in this case, we, we ended up buying maybe a small computer for everybody that yeah. went through that process. So area. think of think think of that when you're thinking about whether to come to VMware this year because all you need to do is come to the code booth, and right. come come I to the VMware code space and yeah, and you've yeah, got your money for, for it. one of those code sessions exactly. and you end up with a Raspberry Pi. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, will yeah, right. those, the question I have is uh, will those be available in uh, schedule oh. Yes, they are going to be in schedule builder. Absolutely, they the code sessions and the code workshops are will be in content catalog and schedule builder so that mm-hmm. you can go get your slots get your Raspberry Pi, yeah, assuming the rumor is correct, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and get to build some cool stuff in a couple-hour session. So uh, pretty excited about that. And, we're yeah, all of them will be under the, 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 the code. Yeah. That's what, what we the, call that, symbol or tagline for the session mm-hmm. ID. Yeah, so yeah. that's where the, the code it starts code. with code. Yeah. All right, so yeah. that's the workshops I interrupted, and we, we went on a tangent on the 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 what are we calling those again? The the makerspace makerspace yeah IoT session. makerspace sessions yeah makerspace sessions. Makerspace. What else is there? Uh, oh gosh, taking off the list. Uh, I think we talked a little bit about our cryptocurrency app VMware Blockchip. So we're going to be running around having you um, earn cash, take HOLs, um, attend sessions, listen to us, have a conversation with us, and then you're going to be able to earn. Currency uh, on this mobile app, and then actually use that currency. And by the way, this is all running on VMware blockchain technology, which is super cool. Um, and then you're going to be able to use that currency at various locations in our VM, uh, VMware code shop. So if you want to go to our espresso bar, by the way, we'll get to that too. You can go get a nice latte if you're sick of the the conference coffee. I always get sick of it. You can go buy a latte. You can go get some cool giveaways. We'll start promoting those soon. Um, so we've got this whole shop set up. Um, or if you like to save up, then you can save your currency for the end and, and do something super cool with it. So that's another awesome thing we're so, doing. So uh, VMware blockchain, I don't think that's an officially announced product yet. So you didn't hear that here. Yeah, but, uh, but assuming that maybe yeah. we have our own blockchain imp- implementation, uh, then we're going to have a currency on top of that. Right? Wow, so that's uh, interesting. At least for VMworld. Yeah, if you go VMworld, to the if you go right. to the office of the CTO blog, there's a lot of a lot about it. That, a lot okay. of blockchain well, wasn't uh, sure art- what, articles. What we're supposed to talk about there, but interesting enough, uh, cryptocurrency that we're going to have there. 
And I hear that maybe some of those Raspberry Pis will actually be in the, the code shop shop, Ooh. right? Uh, that you, if you miss out in uh, Makerspace, uh, you could pay possibly use your currency to get one of those as well. So we have coffee, uh, we have clothing, and we have some Raspberry Pis and some other things. I hear that they're integrating that uh, currency uh, into the HOL environment. So when you take your HOLs, you can earn some currency as well to come get your coffee. Right? Mm. So, cool. Right. Yeah. So let's Very see. Cool. Shop. We have maker shop. Shop. We have a coffee shop, and we have a gear shop where you're going to be able to get some get some cool gear. And then we have the the, the theater. I, I hear that the cloud native Paul Fazone is interested in also having some of his team come do presentations on some cloud native code stuff as well. Yeah, I think that's the case. Which is why we're going to uh, end the podcast early today because we have to go meet with VP uh, <laughs> <BP> Paul. <laughs> Hear about, about how yeah, badly how he's he wants to buy all our Raspberry Pis for us. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. Just make right. him make the pitch and say, mm, "I don't know if we can pitch you in, Paul. It's pretty, pretty slim right now." So that that's that's pretty neat, and I think code the the reason for code Kripa is. And we're taking these IT practitioners who, you know, as we get into hybrid cloud now, uh, automation and code to control infrastructure is going to be more and more important for the IT administrator, hey, right? Uh, how, can you tell me about those meetups that you've been to? Like, what is, what's the goal there? So the program itself is for community, to build a community of coders, both internal and external. When you sign up for the code program itself, you get access to VMware, uh, SDKs, and um, it allows coders to come meet up and talk about what they're doing in VMware and listen to speakers around topics that we procure a month in advance. Oh, nice. So yes. it's building a community. Yeah, and a lot of what we do is with local uh, meetup groups. So uh, we're working with a local DevOps group, the Kubernetes group. Uh, there's an OpenStack group. Uh, and so where we see these topics kind of align, uh, with what we're trying to do for developers, we come and, and um, uh, talk about a little, uh, talk a little bit about what we're doing for developers at VMware, and then also talk about um, whatever the the meetup group that itself is focused on. So we have really interesting speakers, and then we always live stream. We usually get like five to ten thousand people watching on live stream, which is is really fantastic. Oh, that's cool. So even if you're not at local to the Bay, and even if you are local to the Bay, exactly. but, but can't make it to Palo Alto. Yeah, you can get your own beer and pizza and just watch <laughs> us on Facebook. But we like you to come if you can. Awesome. Yeah, yeah and that, that's expanding because we have been doing Kubernetes, but we're also looking now to, to we've got a DevOps group that's interested in doing DevOps topics. And so we're going to expand that this year. So, Kripa, we, we were in a meeting yesterday, right, talking yeah. about expanding it into DevOps. Right? And hopefully we'll have a meetup soon before VMworld. Ooh. Yeah, there's got the one scheduled sometime for early, mid-July, I think, is the, when yeah. the next one's going to go off, right? So so that's exciting. So um, did you do any engineering? Did you take any engineering classes? Can you code at all? I can do some HTML, CSS, and I'm <laughs> proficient in R. So, R, really? What is, what is R? R. Ooh, R? Never heard I'm, of R. Super jealous about the, the R knowledge. Well, econ major, so yeah, I had to yeah. do it for stats classes. R, R is a statistic, open source statistics language that's based on the closed source. Uh, its predecessor was S for stats or statistics. Right. Um, but that that's that's really uh, yeah. Me jealous. This is me jealously babbling about R. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so so that 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 we have the the code area. Uh, we are still looking for papers, so we are looking for people that are are 
doing code, and we do have still some budget left to pay for conference passes if we need them um, to, to get some more sessions there. I think we're targeting, trying to get 100. We're working with Paul Fazone uh, and, and their team to you know, start integrating. They have a lot of pent-up demand. Um, we also looked at uh, sessions that went out that were not uh, accepted for VMworld, and we have sent each of those session owners private email to say, come register, we have, we have some tickets available, uh, get some of those people that feel kind of, I want to use the word rejected, but rejected uh, back in and give them a chance to come to VMworld, right? Yeah, that's exciting. Um, I think that there's, there's so many of those sessions that are, you know, maybe it, it didn't fit like the, I don't know what it is, 300, 350 or something, regular sessions. I mean, that's like, that's a pretty steep cutoff from mm -hmm. like, you know, 8,000 or whatever submissions. So Yeah, I think nearly 4,000 submissions to less than 400. So yeah. less than 10% uh, get that. Now, yeah, we can also only do so many on the same topic. So you might have an awesome session, but there are just so many covering one. So this gives you a, a nice chance to expose your awesome session somewhere else. Yeah, I, I, there is some definitely drill down on, on, on session when you review sessions like we have in the previous past. You'd be surprised how many people offer up the same idea. Right? Uh, so in the land of there is no unique idea in the world, I understand that. Because right. when you do a call for papers, you literally see 40 or 50 papers with the same exact synopsis and description. Got and it. Uh, that's, that's to be expected, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so how do you choose which of those 40 or 50 are the ones that we should have come in and speak? And I, I know that they absolutely will try to rotate through people, right? So that you don't have the same person doing the same session. In the early days of VMworld in 2006 and 2007, I also saw sessions and session rejections as part of that. Um, and maybe we had a, you know, 800 submitted back then right. in those days. Um, and so a lot of times for those few years, the same person that did the session last year would get a session this year because it was a great paper. Right? Right. And there weren't that many people. And some of the guys would actually submit their slides and they literally were the same slides with a couple <laughs> things changed. Right. So over time, we've gotten more sophisticated at being able to, you know, figure out how to rotate through topics, right, and ro rotate through people. But then once you climb past a certain level of exposure, then guys like William Lamb uh, and others that are, you know, kind of really well-known brands, they're usually going to get a topic. So if you end up submitting a topic of the same as what William Lamb is, and you're in competition, and there's 10 people that ended up with papers with that subject, you're going to have bad luck because mm. uh, a lot of times, you know, the, the, the big names will actually get get tapped for, for a particular subject. So we should have William Lamb, you know, present which ones he's submitted so everybody can know <laughs> what not to submit so that they can do something a little more unique. It, it would actually be interesting to have somebody in the VMTM uh, community section maybe who's uh, refereed uh, papers or presentations for a different conference, uh, talk about how to differentiate uh, your uh, papers or submissions. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that might be interesting too. Yeah, I, in, to me it's a little bit like applying for Yale or Harvard, right? You know, there's 660,000 people that apply and you don't know what is going to be chosen, right? You, you literally don't know what Pat and crew say, hey, we're really looking for this subject to be highlighted. Right. Uh, and, you know, at Yale or Harvard, there's some executive committee that decides they want more women in engineering this year or they want some, some, some strategy that they're looking for across the different subject domain. And I think in, 
at the Emerald and paper submission, it's very much similar like that. It's almost impossible to predict, right? And Pat and them aren't going to, you know, publish that going, hey, we're looking for these type of themes, subjects this year because we're competing against a competitor and we want to make sure that we're bringing people uh, along a journey. And it's, it's hard to predict that. Very true. So it's hard to get into E.L. Harvard, right? Right. And you I can read hard. the tea leaf, though. You can, you yeah. can see what, you know, the, uh, the people been talking about. Yeah. You know, this is you know, kind of the behind-the-scenes technique. If you right. want to know what VMware is focusing on, go read, you know, VMware's yeah. investor deck because Pat Gelsinger, the CEO, talks right. about what's important yeah, to him that's right. in that deck. That's right. They, so, there uh, is a way. And if the tea leaves aren't in the creative zone, so it's interesting for VMTN, we'll try to look for sessions when we send out mails going, hey, we saw your session. We'd really like you to come to VMTN. We have some, we have some dollars for ticket prices, blah, blah, blah. Um, we're looking for ones that wouldn't be typical of right. 20 or 30 that we know the event team already looks at, right? Mm-hmm. So then we'll look at things that are just really interesting subjects that there's there's no way you would get that anywhere else right. in, the, in the conference, right? And then we'll try to protect some of those guys because, you know, we got 40 people doing vSphere P2B P to V cost savings, right? Oh, that's interesting. Are they doing that in 2008? Yeah, right. Exactly. Oh, okay. um, How many people are doing blockchain right now? That, right. That's that's my that's what I'm curious about. How many people are writing uh, blockchain submission papers right now? There were there there were some. Yeah, I wouldn't really? say there was like a million, but no. there was there was definitely they're there. There, there was probably at least mm-hmm. twenty that mm. I, that we saw. That okay. Were, you know, mm-hmm. we we went through. Yeah, at least. Yeah, and uh, we t- we tapped a lot of those only because they're they're interesting and. Again, if you could predict that you know VMware might possibly release a blockchain implementation, and then you have an interesting blockchain paper, and you could read those tea leaves and make a guess, maybe you had a shot at getting a paper. What an interesting rumor. Yeah, yeah. Don't know if that's the case or not, but uh, there's definitely things like that, and we certainly were interested in those subjects in the code area, right? For for code topics and code papers, and then uh, also we did rate uh, code submissions higher if you actually had code. In your oh. in your in your talk, right? Versus if you were just talking about DevOps, but if you're actually coming in talking about some code that you've written mm. that you know you could share, maybe put on GitHub uh, and share with the community, we rated you know we wrote it that we wrote we rated uh, from one to ten scale, right? If you actually had code in your topic, you were going to show code, we gave you a nine or ten, right? Uh, because you actually, regardless of the topic you were willing to come to the code area and share code that you had written. Right? Right. Versus talk about vRealize op- operations and that, then you had, we had scoring for those kind of DevOps topics that weren't code related, but they were very relevant to, to deploying developer-based applications into an environment. So yeah, interesting to see those. But we have plenty of slots for code, so it really didn't matter that right. much. right? All right, so that's uh, that's developer. Uh, what else are we going to do for 2018 moving forward? We have meetups that we're working on. Um, we definitely have a hackathon that's happening. Maybe we could transition to a hackathon a little bit and talk about what we're doing with the hackathon. That's going to be different. And I look at uh, I look at uh, Crippa because you're going to you're going to own a hackathon. But I mean, actually, it's only like your fourth. Third, what is this? My your third day. Your third day. So <laughs> as much as I want you to contribute to this, I have to flip back to Elsa and say so. Hackathon this year, it's going to change a little bit. It is, yeah. Yeah. Uh, am I allowed to talk about? Yeah, sure. You where we're doing it? it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where some we're rumors, doing it, uh, as well as <laughs> as well as rumors. opening up early, right? So there's a yeah. Couple so of things a couple there. of things that are different. Uh, 
Well, one thing that's similar to what, to what we did last year is that we're still doing um, the pre-training sessions. So if you're interested in doing um, a specific theme, which will be released, and I'll talk about that in a second, um, then the day before, that Monday of VMworld, is going to be full of um, pre-training sessions. So while you can start working in advance, you can come and learn a little bit more about the event, and you may decide to add something to your project, um, or you might just think it's a cool topic, and you don't even have to be in the hackathon to come. So um, we're excited about that because that went over really well last year. So what's new are uh, a couple of things. One is this year we're working with a, uh, we bought a SaaS service uh, specifically for hackathons. Um, so we're officially going to be able to release the hackathon at the beginning of August, uh, August 4th, I believe it is. So if you're interested in doing the hackathon, um, I believe the cadence is you'll register for the hackathon session on VMworld in Schedule Builder, um, and then we'll direct you over to Hacker Earth where you can actually create your own team within Hacker Earth or join an, ask to join an existing team. Um, and there you'll be able to actually do it within a, within a predetermined theme if you'd like or just an open theme. So that's awesome So it'll, because it'll give you a ton of time to start working on your project, um, make something that really awesome that you're really excited about, and then uh, the time at the hackathon itself uh, can be more about getting together with your team, working on uh, kind of final bugs or modifications based on your training that day. Um, so we're really excited about Hacker Earth this year, and, and there's some other cool features in there. You'll know judging criteria ahead of time. Um, Is it'll, that the SaaS service, uh, Hacker Earth? Yeah, Hacker Earth. It'll okay. uh, allow you to communicate with your teammates. Um, you can connect it to your GitHub account, so you can everyone can see your project right there. Um, so that's super cool. Another addition to the hackathon this year is space, and we just found this out yesterday. So hot off the press, Ooh. we're going to be instead of um, in kind of last year we were in the Luxor. We had a decently sized room, but it was definitely tight with the number of people that wanted to be in the hackathon and come and watch. Um, this year, we're, we have half of a general session room, which I believe is for like 600 people or something oh, ridiculous. Wow. And it's going to still be set up round tables, um, you know, all the same connectivity. It's not going to be a theater or anything, but we have a huge increase in size this year. Um, so we're just going to be able to, to extend the hackathon to way more people than we have in the past. And that's based on the success and the, the packed house from last year. Yeah, exactly. And everyone uh, at the in the executive level is really supportive of the hackathon, sees its value. Um, and so the events team, uh, we didn't even have to push them that hard. They, <laughs> they kind of came to us and were like, this is an awesome event. We want to give you more space. Here's what we're doing. Um, so we're really excited about that. I believe in Barcelona, we're, we're um, still going to be in that cool space that we rented last year or something similar. But in the U.S., uh, we have this big general session room, and I think it's going to go over really well. We're excited about it. Very cool. Is that nice. enough for you? Yeah, that's, that's, that's <laughs> great. So uh, I, I think the uh, Hacker Earth, it, it, 
automates and it allows teams to engage earlier, which exactly. is what we've seen happening anyway mm-hmm. in previous – most people showed up to that event. And it was not kind of fair for everybody that was part of the That's hackathon. True, yeah. uh, the other thing that we're getting is we're getting the bigger room, and the room is open longer. We're going to mm-hmm. have the room all day plus potentially have it the next day. So we're still having conversations of how long do we have the hackathon. Mm-hmm. Do we do it a, overnight? Do we do it uh, just – we're going to run it virtually all week, uh, all month, and then – you know, when we get there, how how often we? But this year, we're getting a room that isn't just a restaurant. It's a it's a, <laughs> a session big room that we have for multi day if we want it. So nice. we're we're not sure we want to have the hackathon compete with all the other sessions for VMworld. So uh, there's still some work there, but I think it's uh, I think it's going to be different. It's going to mm-hmm. be interesting. Uh, and because we have the tool, it, it it evens out the playing field for teams that are engaged because teams that could get their act together and engage because they were friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, came already with code and, and <laughs> shoot, they had micro devices with, I think, uh, I forget, one of the guys had like little LED panels that tracked what the VMs were doing. And like he spent half the hackathon just setting up all his gear that he had already written code for, right? Um, so that wasn't fair to other guys that just had come and wanted to get on a team and do some hacking during that time. So this year, opening up early, uh, having it online virtually, and then, you know, managing all that, it's nice. Um, so a little bit more professional, a little bit more organized, and uh, allows us to scale larger. And then uh, Crypto, as we go along, we've got a year license for that tool so that we can run additional hackathons. Ooh, virtual hackathons. Virtual hackathons. And we're tugged in, t- tied into the virtual, uh, sorry, ha- Hacker Earth, which has like 3 million developers. So we can also run events that uh, attract other developers besides just our own uh, IT practitioners. Right. So. That should be interesting. Yeah, definitely. So you're going to have your work cut out for you then, right? We have meetups on DevOps. We've got Hacker Earth stuff. Um, Have you joined the Slack channels yet? Are you in uh, code on the code Slack channels? No, I'm not. I'm still on a loaner computer too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there there is joining uh, VMware. It's always the fun first week where you have to make everything work. Uh, And it's, it's fun to go down to our Genius Bar and sit and get your new machine debugged. Right. So fun. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Easy for a coder like yourself that you code in, what is it? R? R. 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 And CSS, HTML. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Don't say that. That's not code. That's, that's just web development. That's not even code. That's like web stuff, right? So, uh, well, that's good. Um, UI, UX gets no love. We are hitting the top of the hour, and we're going to have to have a short podcast today because uh, we have to boogie on over and meet with Paul Pazone uh, to talk to him about the code, the code space, and what they're going to do for us. One last thing: uh, the, the uh, Facebook commenters did point out that the, if there is a VMware Enterprise blockchain paper on research.vmware.com, um, and there's actually a blockchain fling out there too. So if you go to uh, uh, VMware fling, yeah. Can... So the fling would be one of those places you'd probably want to go to to get advanced notice. And right. submit a paper. Up oh, too late. It's <laughs> closed. But yeah, that's a that's a that's a good call out. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yep. Um, uh, possibly the fling is a precursor to something that we would support longer term, as all flings are. Right. Right. Uh, yep. So. And on the blockchain note, there's another rumor out there that they might be releasing a block soon. VMware blockchain blog. A blockchain I don't blog. know where that came yeah, from. I don't know. But I don't know. I don't know, yeah. I don't know anything Who about blogs. Who runs the blogs at VMware? I mean, it's, it's uh, pathetic. I'll have to look that up. Community team. <laughs> <laughs> Those guys, all they do is get in a round table, which isn't even round, and then talk about <laughs> square, square table. Can't even get a good vSphere guest anymore. <laughs> uh, but be, 
before well, we had a visa, we, we did have a visa guest today that you're supposed to go through, but somehow it got canceled yesterday. And so here we are talking about VMware code because that's what we do when a guest cancels. We just come in and talk about all the stuff we're working on. Nice. That's what we like to do. Fair self-talk. Good square table discussion. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're running out of time. And uh, on the chat, somebody asked about um, barbecue. So uh, oh, we talked so about barbecue. I, I'm going to say that we, my wife, Primarily did the 48-hour sous vide uh, brisket. Oh we, we smoked it for three hours. That's how you know she loves you. Yeah. <laughs> That's serious. Yes. And then uh, sous vide for 48, and then another uh, just developing some bark. For, so that was another three hours on the smoker. Uh, that is magical, and I recommend that everybody who knows they're going to be really hungry uh, two days and six hours uh, from whenever... <laughs> You know, in the future, like, that is the way to go. That's the way to go. Uh, Tony on the on chat says that he had Asian barbecue today. So, Ooh, like, yeah, I don't know. What it was good. Korean barbecue, maybe. Korean. Uh, was, I'd say Asian. It was an all-you-can-eat uh, Asian place. So, um, uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't uh, overly generalize it to Korean barbecue. Oh, okay. Right. Right. Nice. Nice. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Good barbecue. I had uh, yesterday at VMworld, uh, VMware. They had barbecue brisket. Which yeah, was, yeah, brisket so good. Brisket sandwich wasn't too bad, right? Summer's here, right? Oh. Wafting over the campus, I actually went and bought bought a plate. Not too bad. Um, all right, we're running out of time. We have to go. Sorry, we got a late start, and um, hopefully we'll get Thanks, the vSquare guys uh, back to talk about the new release of vSquare leading up to VMworld. So, thanks a lot. Thanks for, thanks, for jumping in. And uh, and the caller that did the duck imp- uh, impression, I thought that was uh, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure about the relevance, but it was, it was awesome. a good impression. We always get that. You know the what? They class. weren't all what they were quacked up to be. Oh, yeah. that nice. nice. Funny. Yep. Uh, it is the summertime. We always get the kids call in. I have people ask me that to, on the live chat. Do you ever get you know people calling in? I'm like. Well, you can tell when school gets out because <laughs> the kids sit around and talk to you and dial in and, and do funny things. So it's awesome. The kids are we are Facebook. We, huh? we are live. Uh, All right. All right. We're hitting the big stop button now. We'll see if talk to you actually registers the click. Not really. They never do. <laughs> Bye, Chad. Not doing it. We're still here. It's like the Ferris Bueller's thing. Go away. End. Stopping live. Stopping live. It's never going <laughs> to stop. All right, we'll go through the hard thing. We'll use Skype and we'll let Skype hang up. <laughs>